Hey there, warrior. Welcome back to the show. Are you feeling stuck in a job that you dread or just in a funk because you want out of the corporate world, but you just don't know where to start? I absolutely understand where you're coming from because I also felt desperate to escape my 16 year career. I remember Googling and searching for solutions, pre-built plans and successful examples until my eyes hurt. And guess what? I didn't have much luck. If you find yourself struggling to figure out how to make your transition out of corporate and are craving some tactical tools and resources, today's episode is exactly what you need. I'll be giving you an overview of what areas to focus on that will help you build your own plan. What do you say? Let's go, warrior. Thinking of leaving your corporate job? Sick of feeling alone on your journey? Scared to leave your career as the breadwinner? Ready to build your bridge out of corporate? If you said yes, say hello to your new break room. Welcome to the Reinvention Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Susie Q. Like you, I was an ambitious career woman, desperate to leave my 9 to 5. I felt alone and uncertain on how to transition out of corporate. I pushed through my fear and decided to create my own corporate exit plan, and I succeeded. Now, it's your turn. This is the place where corporate exit planning, time management, transformation, and all-out determination come to life. It's time to armor up, ladies. We are warriors. I'll meet you at the water cooler so you can confidently leave that corporate Kool-Aid behind. I was going to start off today's episode by talking about this checklist that I want to walk you through. However, Wonka, my co-host, has different plans today. She's asleep here in the office and snoring extremely loud. So I want you to know that right up front because she is going to make today's show all about her. She's really loud. So I'm just warning you, if you hear snoring in the background, I promise that is my co-host. She's super helpful. All right, so let's actually dive in. What I want to do is I want to start off by saying that I started off this checklist that outlines five areas that I'm going to share with you today. And... I don't want this episode to be super lengthy. I know that you're busy and I know that you've got a lot of things that you're trying to handle and I don't want you to have to worry about frantically taking copious notes. So to make it easier, what I did is I do have a free PDF downloadable checklist for you so that you can go ahead and snag that. And that link is going to be down in today's show notes. So just browse on down there and you can click on it and go grab your list. Um... So my thought here is that I want to walk you through a high level version of it and then of course throw in a dash of inspiration and some input from my own experience because you might be feeling a little bit stuck right now and trust me I felt that way too and I wished that I had resources available to me and that's why I'm sharing this with you. So press pause really quick, go sign up and grab your PDF then pop back over here and tune in. Go ahead. I'm waiting. Do, 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 do. Feeling the Jeopardy theme going on. (laughs) Okay, awesome. So you've gone, you've snagged your checklist. It's on its way to you. 
So let's get into the nitty gritty, shall we? Okay, so let's get started with the most foundational piece, I believe, that exists within this guide. And essentially, this is a guide that I've created that I believe is going to help you plan out your escape from your nine to five. But that foundational piece to this entire process is going to be mastering your mindset. To me, I believe this is the foundational step to anything that we need to begin in a new process is mastering our minds. So just kind of an idea of the things that I'm providing with providing to you on this guide is thinking about your routines. You know, are you a morning or a night person? When is it that you thrive and you have the most energy? And then you can start to create a routine that caters to your peak energy and to when you enjoy producing or doing things that work towards your future goals. So what are those routines that you can start to implement? But first, before you even get into the routine, is identifying are you a morning person, night owl, pretty important information to have so that you can be successful in that journey. And then one of the things that I've learned through my own experience and when I've interviewed other women who are in the process of escaping their corporate job and making their transition plan is really shifting the mindset when it comes to being that overly ambitious woman in our career and how to apply that into building our businesses. So my thought is what you want to do here is start to pivot and not get so hung up on, well, everything has to be perfect in my career and I have to over deliver all the time and invest all my energy there and then my business gets the leftovers. Well, really, maybe you take the you know, take your foot off of the accelerator in your career and not that you're not doing a good job or performing at a good high level still, but it doesn't have to be over the top. We're volunteering for every event and every project and every little thing. Can you step back a little bit? So that way you can put more of your focus and energy into your business. So that's one of the things for you to consider. I'm also talking about goal planning and really focusing in on what are the priorities that you have in your professional and personal life so that way you can really navigate what your next step should be. Sorry, Wonka's really loud right now (laughs) and I can't help but laugh because she's just over the top. One of the things that I found as well is that when we are in a toxic workplace, if you unfortunately are in a toxic workplace, it could really be a downer situation, right? It could be very overwhelming and frustrating. And when that happens, you need to learn how to deflect that bad energy or at least distract yourself from it. So what I like to recommend is to have, you know, things that will help you get through your day in a toxic environment. So can you pop in a set of earbuds and listen to podcasts or audiobooks or just really good energy music that makes you happy and peppy and that way you can just get through your day while you're making your transition plan and i can go into a lot more detail but as i said this checklist is here for you to snag your copy 
and that way you have all these details in front of you. So some of the other things that I like to think about when it comes to mindset, even though it's physical, but if you're stressed, moving your body is such a great way to relieve stress. So think about what you can incorporate. When I used to work in the corporate world, and I would have breaks, you know, like a 15 minute break in the morning or the afternoon, and then my lunch break, I would use that to go walk outside, get some fresh air. I know that's weather dependent, but that's one of the things you can do, or just get in your car and drive down the road just to literally escape and step away from that environment just so that you can have a peaceful moment to yourself. So that's just one of the things. Um, also, find community. Community is huge when we're in this transition because it can feel very lonely. So finding yourself a community of supportive women where you can lean on one another and you can learn from their experiences. So that's something that I'll definitely be talking more about in the future. And then the last thing I want to talk about, which I sort of uh, hinted at just a little bit, is putting in good data into your mind, right? Like filling your mind, your heart with good information because it's so easy to be distracted by all the bad energy or things happening around us. So what we consume and what we take in is what we're also going to put out into the world. So why don't we sit and absorb things that are good for us? So whether you're sitting at your job and listening to something, but you're probably also doing things on your own to develop yourself for be it you know, a business that you're building, consulting practice, whatever that looks like for you, but you're taking in that information from maybe a course, books, podcasts, and so on. So that would be an opportune way to continue to build your mindset and your confidence in the direction that you're headed. All right, I went a little long-winded on the mindset area, but like I said at the very beginning, I truly believe that mindset is that fundamental and foundational piece to everything because if we can't get our mind right, it's so difficult to be able to handle other aspects of our life and our career and our businesses and all the things that we want to tackle if we don't handle ourselves, our emotions, our input, all those things that make up our mindset, we're going to struggle and have a really hard time when it comes to moving forward in these other categories that I'm going to share with you. So the next category is financial planning, right? Because once we've got our mind strengthened, then we need to start thinking about, okay, financially, how am I going to pull this off? So for me, it's about how do we start to manage our money. And some of these things, of course, like I said, you can overlap them. Doesn't mean you only go step one and step two and that's it. You have to keep them completely isolated. They can all overlap and you can do different things from each of these categories, but at the very start is your mindset, getting that in a really good, healthy place, and then working on some of these other things as well. So when it comes to managing your money, some of the things that I remember not really being told about was utilizing your benefits as much as you could before you chose your escape date, right? Before you select when you're going to leave is like, okay, I have my dental um, cleanings once a year and maybe a doctor's visit once or twice a year. 
um, your glasses, right? Like eyewear, contacts, those types of things. So utilizing your benefits was something that I hadn't really thought about until it was closer to my final date of employment. And it's something that I'm so grateful that me and my family did was um, go into the doctors and all the different appointments to be able to have that set up before I made my transition. Um, one of the other things is, does your organization have a EAP program, an employee assistance program? Maybe they have some great resources that you can utilize before you leave. And that's another way to learn about, you know, some of your other benefits, which would be your 401k or 401a and b. There's so many different, you know, acronyms, pension plans, but your EAP program might help you with that or someone in HR might help you with that. Um, next thing is how much can you set aside to dedicate to your business, right? Can you start to fund your business? One of the things I like to remind you of is look at your employer as your investor, okay? So they are investing in the future of your business or of your transition out of corporate. Fantastic. So how do you start doing that? Is there, even if you start very small, that's okay. The first step is all that matters is that you're creating that habit and you're creating that expectation that this amount of money is going to go towards this cause, right? Towards this goal that I have. So can you start to set aside some funds? And then one of the things that I think is crucial is evaluation and evaluating the things in your household that you spend money on, okay? Because it's so easy to lose track, especially if you're the breadwinner or if you and your household have a lot of income coming in that's really good, it's easy to just pay for random fees and subscriptions and buy this and buy that and on a whim just do things, which is fine, you know, if that's your scenario and you're comfortable, that's great. But at the same time, if we're starting to evaluate how we can make this pivot and transition out of corporate, how do we take a step back and say, okay, now let's start minimizing and picking what's the most crucial things that we have to have and then use those extra funds possibly to fund your business, right? Like I was just talking about or to pay for personal development. Do you need certifications, licenses? Building a business is not cheap, so how do you go about grabbing those funds to utilize towards that goal? Then the next thing I want to talk about once you've evaluated it, right, is thinking about what you can reduce, but then also is there anything that you're willing to sacrifice temporarily to be able to achieve that goal? So that might be another mindset shift too of, well, you know, maybe I don't have to have five TV subscriptions. I can settle for two. Um, you know, that's just a small example, but there's things that I'm sure in your life that as soon as I said that, is there anything you're willing to sacrifice? You might be very resistant and hesitant right off the bat, which I understand. But at the same time, are there things that you know, it's nice to have, but I don't have to have it. Right now, I can hold off on that or I can minimize how much I'm investing in entertainment or whatever that thing is for you. So just be open to the idea and it'll help you explore what works right for you and what makes sense for your scenario. 
And then the next thing that I want to talk about is when you are thinking about your business, you know, one of the things you can begin playing with is, okay, I want to target earning this much income per month or, you know, per quarter, whatever your way of planning is, and then start to break down, okay, in order for me to do that, I need X number of clients in order to achieve $1,000 a month, let's just say, as a starting point. If that's the case, then you can start to work backwards and understand what you need in order to create a business that you feel is thriving for you. So again, this is the financial planning section, which is just a snapshot of this guide, but I hope that this gives you some ideas that you can start ruminating on and think about, oh, okay, I hadn't thought about it this way, and how you can start to implement some of these things for yourself on your journey. The next category is going to be just some tactical tips. I think that there's really some basic steps that you can take to help make your leap a success. So one of the hard ones, I'm just going to be upfront about it, really is having that open conversation with family, friends, and people who are near and dear to you. One of the things, unfortunately, though, about that open, candid conversation when you're saying, hey, I want to leave this secure, air quote, if you could see me, the secure job to do my own thing, and I totally want to, you know, revisit how I'm moving forward in my professional journey, and they're going to look at you cross-eyed, right? And the warning I have for you is that beware of who you're choosing to share this with. There are unfortunately some negative Nellies in the world who will, no matter what, will not support you. Now, your family, your loved ones, some of your closest friends and family, out of instinct, they want to protect you. So they want to keep you safe and they want to tell you, well, are you sure? Is that really a good idea? And most often they mean well, but every once in a while, it can be more than that, right? And those are the negative Nellies that I'm sure you know exactly who they are in your atmosphere, in your world. So just be aware of that. And sometimes it's best to work in silence and then surprise everyone at the end. Like, hey, guess what? I built this awesome business and I'm doing this awesome thing or I built this amazing nest egg over the last year and I'm gonna take a leap of faith. I'm secure and ready to go, you know? It looks different for each one of us, but just keep that in mind that having that conversation can be difficult, but you'll also know who the most supportive people are in your life that you can reach out to. One of the other things that I really want to um, emphasize here because I've had conversations about this is that how does your employer deal with you being an employee and you building a business? Sometimes there's a conflict of interest. So you want to investigate. You don't have to announce it to the whole world and be like, what does HR say about this? But do a little investigative work. Go find your employee manual or HR policies and go see, is there a conflict of interest statement and what next steps do you need to make? And then another thing, this is more in particular if you are in a toxic work environment, but honestly, I think this can relate to anybody and in any scenario is that no matter 
what the, your circumstances are, what promises have been made or verbal commitments that have been said to you. Let's say you find out there is a conflict of interest um, document you have to sign, but you're told verbally that it's okay or not okay. Let me tell you, always get everything in writing. It doesn't matter what it is. So always protect yourself. And that's the biggest golden nugget of this entire guide that I can give you is to be aware, be prepared, and protect yourself. That's never a bad idea. One of the other things, uh, two more things in this area is one is I love to teach you how to build your portfolio, your portfolio, tongue twister there. But I like to teach you how to build your own portfolio before you make your escape. So that way you have this um, breath, you know, this all this knowledge with you that you can utilize to share with potential clients in the future. And then one of the tricks I like to do, which is a combination of mindset, but also tactical, is sit down and write your resignation letter. It may not be dated for two more years, let's just say, or a year from now, but sit there and write it out. What does it feel like to be saying what you want to say and telling them, I'm out, farewell. <laughs> so that's one of my other areas. Okay, I'm going to try. I see I'm getting a little long here. I'm sorry, but I really wanted to give you the gist of this and that way you know that this is a helpful guide for you, even though I called it a checklist, but this is a really helpful guide. So time management strategies. I believe that our most precious resource truly is time and we need to use it wisely. So I share tips on how you can modify your schedule. You know, are there ways that you can work with your employer to maybe shift your time that you commit to your nine to five? Um, like I shared earlier, taking advantage of your breaks and lunches. Maybe you can fit in fitness, but maybe you can also fit in meeting with a client or doing some content creation or whatever it is that you're working on, but utilizing your time wisely. And then honestly, this transition requires us to learn how to build in our business activities and create them around the nooks and crannies of our of our lives and our jobs, right? So it's just the truth. It's one of the things that I believe is um, absolutely necessary. And also, I don't know if you've ever tried time blocking. It's something that I utilize, that I enjoy. It helps me to focus in on what I need to be paying attention to during a, a certain block of time in my day. But it's another idea. Another thing is building boundaries. Do you have certain days where you designate when you're working on your business and developing that and how to put those boundaries in place with the people that you spend your time with? And then distractions. Literally, I'm sitting here recording my podcast. I've got my phone nearby, you know, for emergencies, but it's on do not disturb. So it's one of those things where it can be difficult to do, but it is necessary to remove distractions and stop seeing all the things popping up and dinging on our screens, right? So it's one of the things that we really need to get a good handle on. And then one of the things that I wanted to share is that sometimes building a business is not always going to be very glamorous. And guess what? You might decide that you're going to utilize your vacation days to 
use for business or maybe to travel to a conference or to go to a mastermind, whatever that is for you and your field of expertise. But I actually loved when I got to take vacation days to go do things to build myself, you know, I'm personal growth. I'm a huge nerd when it comes to that. So something I absolutely loved. So it may feel like a sacrifice sometimes because then you don't have as much vacation for actual vacation with family or doing other things. But I promise you, it's so worth the investment. It doesn't have to be weeks at a time. It could be, you know, if you have a conference on the weekend, it could be taking a Friday off of work or a Thursday, Friday, Friday, Monday, whatever that looks like. But just give yourself some grace and utilize your time wisely. Okay, last category, and I'm going to zip through it as quickly as possible. But really, it's just talking about business building activities. And if you don't have a business yet, that's okay. This is really an opportunity for you to take some time just to brainstorm. So I ask you what you're naturally skilled at. Um, What type of business do you want to have? Do you envision having a brick and mortar? And what does the structure of your business look like for you? What makes you happy and excited? Um, And then just some tips on business financials, really just having, you know, a checking account and maybe a business credit card where everything is separate. You don't combine it with your home finances. Keep everything separate. And then I break down here a list of ideas for you to start ruminating on when it comes to business cost. And honestly, one of the things I really want to do before I close out this episode is I want to address the elephant in the room you feel stuck. Am I right on that? I'm guessing I probably am because that's what, that's why you clicked on this episode. And to be honest, I remember that feeling so strongly. And honestly, sometimes I get flashbacks of those moments where I thought there was no end or hope in sight. If you tuned into Monday's episode, I talked about how to be unstoppable. And this was one of the things that I talked about. It could just really feel defeating to think that you can't find a way out. So today, I want to let you know that no matter how hard it feels, you can and will overcome this obstacle. I know it feels overwhelming, like you can't make progress, or maybe you just don't know how to even get started. It's okay. Pause. Take a deep breath and relax. This isn't a sprint, it's a marathon. And this is your permission slip to take as long as you need to on your journey. What I'm offering you here on this show is simply the resources and you choose when and how to implement them. Don't be fooled thinking you're falling behind or you have to do a bajillion things at once. You need to go at your pace for your circumstances. I hope you'll give yourself a little grace, take a look at the good things you have, soak in gratitude and sunshine, and smile at the end of the day because you, my friend, are still going strong. Now that we've gone through these categories, I've given you a snippet into each one, and sorry, a bit longer than a snippet, but I felt like it was so important. And you snagged your copy of the checklist, right? Now that you have all these things in place, you're all in. You're ready to bail out on your corporate job right now, right? No, 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 (laughs) no. Hold your horses, ladies. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. 
as much as as much as I would hope that this content would help you that quickly, the reality is that this is a high surface level view of what it entails to create your own exit plan. Yes, it is possible to build your bridge out and what better way than to learn from someone who has been in your shoes. So I'm really excited to share with you that on February 22nd, my breakup with corporate group coaching experience is kicking off. I'm going to be providing you with workbooks and templates to help you design your very own exit strategy. Much like the information I shared with you today, it's really going into a lot deeper dive. And if this sounds like something that you want to participate in, then please join my VIP list below. You can get access in the link in the show notes and you're going to get the first dibs on snagging your seat to this limited quantity experience. So all the details are going live tomorrow. So be the first in line. I want to create an intimate space where you can ask your questions. I can guide you and you can get the personalized attention you desire in the season. You're going to walk away knowing what steps to take to plan out your exit strategy, more knowledge about what you need to focus on and a plan of action you can begin to implement immediately. Again, all the details for the program are linked below in today's show notes so that you can save your seat. I cannot wait to meet you there. Now, before I let you go, I just quickly want to recap the five areas to focus on while you're building your exit strategy. Number one, master your mindset. It's the foundational step to anything we want is mastering our mind. Number two is financial planning. The areas for you to consider when it comes to managing your money. Number three, tactical tips. There are some basic steps you can take to make your leap a success. Number four, time management strategies because your most precious resource is time. Use it wisely. And number five, business building activities. Even if you don't have a business yet, take time to brainstorm it. So I hope that you go and snag your checklist and that you also jump in on the VIP list so that you can get the details right away because I cannot wait for this coaching experience. I am so excited and I cannot wait to help you on your journey to corporate freedom. Have a wonderful day, warrior. Was there a golden nugget or two that made you instantly think of a friend or loved one who could use some inspiration? If you've ever had someone text you something that made them think of you, it puts the biggest smile on your face, doesn't it? If you can share this episode with one person, imagine the ripple effect we can have together. Let's collectively bring all the warriors in our lives to create a reinvention revolution. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave me a five-star rating and review over on iTunes. It only takes you about 60 seconds to let me know what you think and what you want to hear more of. I'm pouring my heart into bringing you this content and your review goes a long way. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you on the next one.